Do you have your joke? Um. It's not funny. You could just say your life is a joke, because it is. <laughs> Save you some trouble. Mm, all right, yeah, I got one. Okay. Do you notice our 100th episode? Did you see that? No, shit. Yeah. I should be more jacked. I'll do my best. Are you, like, isn't that insane, though? To think that we've done this is going to be the hundredth episode that we've done of this. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's a lot. I mean, that's a shit ton of episodes. I I was actually thinking about the time, like the amount of time, not including, of course, like the Twitter time, but like record time, prep time, edit time. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of hours. Um. All right. Well, good thing we're we're fucking rich, right? Welcome to the Art of the Dive, episode 100. I could have kept going, but I didn't. Jake, how are you, buddy? Oh, you know, hanging in there. Why can't you be excited for this? <laughs> this one, like one time, Jake. We've made it to 100 episodes, and you're not excited. No, I am. I, I actually am really excited for the 100th episode. I just thought it would be more fitting to be like, eh, hanging in there because that's usually what I say. No, I think it's more fitting for you to be something worth everyone else's time for the first time in your life. Yeah, no. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Uh, game week 36 is done. So game week 37 plus, game week 38 plus, the last two game weeks of the year on the horizon here, Jake. Actually... For our American listeners, they'll probably be listening to this in the game week will have already started. We're sorry. Jake cares more about his job than recording a podcast. And uh, same thing. I had a lot going on. So we had to wait until the evening of Friday to record this. But it's our 100th episode. We're happy. We both have a beer. Jake, what are you drinking? Um... Are you eating something? What are you you guzzling down right now that you have to, you have to like inhale every time you talk? All right. All right, to be fair, I ate one meal so far today, and I'm on day two of a seven-day stretch in a row. Um, I also go from days to overnights. So, so you have to keep your strength through up. the stretch. Yeah, so I'm eating some pizza, um, <laughs> and I'm drinking some beer. So it's going to be a good night. <laughs> oh, Jake. All right, well... I'll talk for a minute so that you don't have to feel like, you know, you're choking on something the entire time that you should be speaking. So maybe get a couple bites in here, you know, get ahead of it, mm-hmm. and then you can talk mm-hmm. when I cue you in. Fair? Yeah. work for me. Okay. And the beer I'm drinking is uh, Slightly Mighty IPA from uh, Dogfish Head. Uh, my, wife's, my wife's gluten intolerant, so we have some gluten gluten-free oh, beers. Oh, that's a... I didn't know that was gluten-free. Slightly Mightiest? Yeah. yeah I think a, so. Yeah, it's a great beer. That's really good. I have a, a beer called Untitled... It's a... The, the brand is Untitled Art, and it's their Juicy IPA. Um, it's delicious. It's really good. So, uh, all right. We have uh, some FPL things to actually talk about, so we can get started with that. Um, we've got a, a couple questions, just write-ins about the pod. John uh, emailed us. He said, another great pod, guys, talking about last week. I've been bigging the pod to all of my FPL mates. What is bigging? Is that an English term? I don't know. Can you look it up while I'm reading the rest of this email? I've been bigging the pod up to all, or maybe you're supposed to say bringing, but it says bigging. I don't know. With the season coming to a close, an interesting topic might be rewards and forfeits in particular leagues. Our league has dwindled over the four years to four close friends, and we play for bragging rights for the win. Anyone who scores 100 plus on a game week has to buy an extra round the next time we meet. And the last place person is the bottle boy and has to fetch drinks on demand next time we meet. I like that. Um, Jake, do you, what do we do? We don't really do anything like in our close friends league, do we, for winners and losers, do we? I think we, well, I think we keep trying to figure that out. Like we've thought about doing like top three, bottom three or the last person does something, but people keep 
kind of declining and making excuses. It's kind of an American thing. Yeah, it's hilarious because I've I've won the last three years and haven't gotten shit out of it. And now the one year that I'm yeah. not going to win, I'm going to make sure if somebody says like, hey, at the beginning of the year, we said we were going to pay up. Like, I will happily do it because I have some class. I really do. Well, we thought about like maybe like a dinner and like having like the bottom three pay together. Yes. I don't so, know. Somebody wrote that. Somebody wrote that in last year. They said, let's all have a, you know, somebody said like that's something that him and his friends do. I think that he said they have eight guys. The top four don't pay the bottom four do they go out for a big dinner at the end of the year just as friends I think it's a great idea i think everybody should have league stuff that you do uh, within like your close friends that is kind of competitive um if you have anything fun or interesting write it in we'd be interested to hear um you guys got a bit he, he also writes in uh, in regards to last week you guys got a big bit stuck for an unusual superpower so how about this for an idea because somebody had asked Jake last week if we both could have an unusual superpower. Probably Bobby Love or somebody like that. Uh, he said, how about this for an idea? You snap your fingers and Jake gets a throbbing boner. Example, you are out with Jake and he is buying some groceries from a pretty checkout girl. Everything is normal. Then snap. Checkout girl goes, oh my God, and runs away. Jake is telling an upset couple that their meth gator has just died. Snap. Hi, grandma. Snap. Jake is leaning over to pour wine for his mother-in-law. Snap. Um, the problem is, John... Um, no one would know. It'd be like, and you'd be looking and, 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 you know, Jake would be like, have this embarrassed face. Like he has a giant boner, but, uh, it wouldn't matter because it wouldn't show. Wow. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. <laughs> the joke is that you're, you're not well endowed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got All right. It. Anyways, yeah. great pod and good luck in your game. We thanks John for writing in. Um, also new Patreon, uh, uh, Pidey Pa, I think I said it correct, uh, is, is a new Patreon that just joined. Thank you so much for your support. We are rich as shit now. Can't wait. Really appreciate it. Uh, anyone else that wants to join, uh, patreon.com, the art of the dive, uh, on divefpl.com, or just send me an email and I'll hook you up. Uh, Gaz writes in as well. Uh, would you consider, in, in reference to the Patreons, referring to the Patreons as producers? Qualifying Patreons can use it in their LinkedIn profiles. Whoa, LinkedIn. Fancy. Uh, you would just need to publish uh, publish it so that it shows notes with credits for the producers. Um, that's an interesting idea. All right. I'm not, I'm not against that idea. I know some other pods that do that. Um, then he says, once you each have a reasonable number of supercars, yachts, uh, Rickard Miles's and Patek Philippe's and... It almost goes without saying sufficient hookers and blow. Would you consider purchasing a professional podcast production app like Forecast? Maybe, maybe, but we need to at least triple the income. Am I right, Jake? Yeah, no, I would say triple, quadruple, something like that. Also, I don't know that like, is anything we do worth professional production quality? Uh, to be determined. Yeah. Uh, There's are... still time. I mean, we're only on our 100th pod, so maybe right. like by the 200th we'll get right, there right right uh gaz says you're approaching the 100th episode we're actually on it gaz um have you considered celebrating it by getting good <laughs> yeah well you can't make that joke because we already made that joke about us just yeah. before this that's right so. so in your face gaz you're not even funny damn it um anyways a lot of fun uh let's get into the the game week jake so uh, I had another uh, terrible game week. My restart has been disgusting. Um, I know that everything's not quite updated yet, but uh, it, it looks like another significant red arrow for me. Um, and so, so it goes. I mean, you can't you can't win them all. Um, should I start with my team, or do you want to start with yours? You can start with yours. Okay. Uh, a solid, solid game week score of 42 when the average was 35. Looks like my game week rank would be right around 2.5 million. Um, it, it's, it's been bad lately. I mean, I did have Rashford, which is helpful, but so does everyone else, it seems like. Um, I did have Vardy with an assist, which was uh, promising, and uh, Fernandez and Doherty with assists, and then De Gea with a clean sheet, some saves, and a bonus point. But uh, Saiz, Alexander-Arnold, VVD, De Bruyne didn't play, Sterling, Captain, uh, Foden. Uh, it was it was basically a failure of a game weekend. Things are pretty dark right now in Marco's world. I don't have a lot more to add, I'm going to be honest. I'm mostly like crabby about it, but I'm trying not to let it affect my, my life. That's all I have to say. 
Yeah, that's fair. I didn't have a good game week, although I've green arrowed or stayed the same all the way around, except the PSL Super League I red arrowed, it looks like. Um, I had 50. I'm not getting any extra points because um, I did have De Bruyne not play, but the first guy on my bench got me zero points. I'm pretty sure um, Egon, I think, played, right? Yeah, he played. He did nothing. So I just can't get points from Man City. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy the fact that I took Laporte out and he didn't play. I was excited about that. Um, not too upset that De Bruyne was on the bench because I didn't captain him. And Foden has just been disappointing. Yeah. You know, like just, you know, he seemed ready and uh, I think, you know, maybe not. Um, and then so I had Mane was like, I can literally go to any player whatsoever. I looked at the stats, thought Salah against Arsenal was a really good decision. I know Arsenal's been a little bit better, but they can, they always let me down. And they let me down uh, in a weird way. And so it's like, I'm glad my team won, but also frustrated, which is why FPL ruins soccer. Um, and so he was my captain, uh, which was disappointing. Jimenez and Rashford like kept me in this game week, and the Wolves clean like losing it. I gotta look at the highlight, but unfortunate to lose that clean yeah. right at the end. So that would have been a completely different yeah. game week. Both of us had double, right? Wolves, Wolves yeah. defenders, and so, so that would have been a very different game week for both of us um, had that pulled through. Um, the thing is, though, with with the whole Sala situation, right? I mean what's what's frustrating about that and when you made that pick um i knew you made that pick okay because i'm in your head yeah it was a good call on your part yeah Yeah, but um the thing is he had he had a good game same thing with the match before he had a pretty good game um in terms of like expected values and shots produced and shots in the box um pretty crazy that like he didn't that he didn't return in fact his um his expected goals right now is almost in the last three games is like four and he has only two goals you know so like any he's averaging six shots per 90 over the last three games so like he's clearly going for it but uh but i think quite unlucky to to not find the back of the net so i don't know it sucks for you but at the same time like i guess my argument is it wasn't necessarily a bad pick despite the result yeah, and that's the way FPL is, especially at the end of the year. You feel like you made the wrong decision, but you kind of that's how you make a good team over the whole year. And like we talked about goals, this is my best year still so far. And so I think making those decisions, it's like you got to live with it. Maybe not the best captain decision since, you know, some a lot of people probably could argue that Man United made more sense with how bad Crystal Palace has been, but... It's the way it goes. Yeah. So it goes, Jake. So it goes. Um, Jamie wrote wrote in, after bad game week, I tend to roll a transfer and not make any decisions. What do you guys do? I just get really mad, um, drink too much, and then hate myself. Yeah, I took two hits already. What? No, I'm kidding. I haven't done that, but I've thought about it. That seems you know. dumb. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. really. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I had a move that I really wanted to do that's like probably not going to be feasible anymore. So I left it just so that I couldn't do that. But probably yeah, I just it probably is. I'd, it just seems I'd like love to see you at take the end two of the hits. year, you know, who's going to return. I'm just saying I don't go for it. Take two hits, please. I would love to see that. That that may allow me to catch up to you. <laughs> please. Yeah. Please take two hits. Uh, the Slack team did okay. Uh, not spectacular. The The game week rank kind of continues to fall, which is frustrating. A number of uh, red arrows in a row. It looks like this game week might be a green, though. Um, basically, since the restart, the Slack team has struggled a little bit, um, which is, uh, um, of course, frustrating. But um, let's see here. Uh, so I'm just looking at team makeup. Uh, so the Slack team has a Maguire who had a return, Doherty who had a return, Pulisic captain, which which came off nice, Fernandez, Ings, Vardy, and Mane. Um, and, and looks like it'll be on a green arrow this week. 
um, with Greenwood coming in off the bench for two points uh, for De Bruyne should help out a little bit. So so not necessarily bad for the Slack team. I don't think we talked about them on last week's pod. So well done. Um, it looks like Slack team is probably going or is going to, I shouldn't say probably, is going to free hit in 38. So for those that are involved in the Slack uh, team, uh, it's important, I think, that everybody's on a little bit and and just throwing in their thoughts on what we should do for free hits because that's going to be a little bit tricky for, for our boy Gaz to sort out. Um, but I think I think we'll be all right. Um, okay, should we look at the leagues, Jake? I don't know if they've updated or not, but should we check out how everybody did? Yeah, I think they're updated. Okay, do you want to do League Dive part. or the PSL Super League? Uh, I'll do League Dive. Okay. Um, I'll do the PSL Super League right now. Top five. Uh, the Slack team's in fifth right now. Matt Frisky's in fourth. Meredith, show me the Munier, is in third. Loftus Cheeky Nandos is in second. And now Delirious. Uh, oh, tied. Still tied. Uh, Emma, FPL. I don't know if that has that updated. I don't know, Jake. Oh, yeah. It looks like it looks like it may have. Uh, subs haven't come on, though, yet, I don't think. Have they? No, that's the one thing that's no. Still so, yeah, updated. the leagues the leagues are definitely not completely updated. But that's the current, current holdings without subs. Jake, how is Dive League looking? Uh, Dive League, we have Sir John Lundstrom back in the top 10. Congrats. Um, Lukewarm FC with the highest game week score of the top, looks like 15 teams, uh, 65 points. Good game week. Um, United of Chorley at number eight. Uh, back stronger. Um, I don't know. Have we, have we had Mark Edwards in the top 10? Probably at some point. Um, Sean Connery, number five. E equals MCFC squared, um, tied at number five. And then Riggs Rovers, uh, Bayern uh, Bischlisch, um, number three. Number two, FPL Sharkbaits. And number one, Izzy Wizzy, get one busy. Back up front. Wow. Well done. Christopher Marshall. Impressive. Um, Bobby Love says, can you cover my, my rapid ascent up the PSL league and beating you? a stupid question because the is answer true? is no it's no bobby we we can't cover your stupid rapid ascent because your mom's a whore that's the name <clears> of his <throat> team it's the name of his team jake it's the name of his team relax relax <laughs> uh, also also um thomas bracken wrote in team matthew or team emma didn't we answer this question already last week yeah we did <clears throat> yeah okay your team em- your team matthew and emma. i'm team emma no, I was Team Emma, I think. I'm Team Matthew. Yes. We got to know our teams. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm was. i Team Emma. You said you're Team, you were team Idiot Matthew. is what you are. How about that? <laughs> okay. I feel that way sometimes. Yeah. You like hit yourself in the head like, idiot, idiot. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Only like three times a week. That's actually not that much. Yeah. No. Oh, goodness. Oh. Ringo's mad. Yeah, my dog's mad because I was yelling. He gets nervous when people yell in the house. Such a cute scrapums. Now he's howling. Um, let's get into game week thirty-seven, Jake. Uh, quite a bit to discuss. Uh, a number of questions. Um, let's just start right right from the top. We can go into each of these. So Matthew Hall writes in. Uh, oh, he said sh- we should cover the fact that I have nine points this week. Yeah, so so generally speaking, I guess we can wrap up for 36. It, it was, for a lot of people, a pretty tough game week, right? Like relatively low scoring um, and, and pretty challenging for a lot of people. It's, it's a weird time of year with, um, you know, like, for example, the deadline for us in America is 5.30 a.m. tomorrow morning for 37. Um, and meanwhile, there are FA Cup match, uh, matches. So Manchester United... City, Chelsea, and Arsenal all have matches uh, this weekend against one another. And you have to have your players locked in before then. Uh, quite nerve-wracking, actually. Like, to, to like players could get hurt or, like, if guys play 90, um, it's, not, it's not a great situation. Um, have you thought a little bit about how you're going to manage that uh, this weekend? Or have you not even thought about that yet? I've thought about it and, like, literally... I'm waiting for someone to ask a smart question so that I can just steal their ideas and use it. So <laughs> I thought um, Shiva made a nice tweet uh, uh, maybe a couple days ago about a suggestion of maybe um, you, you captain the best player, 
but maybe try to put your vice captain on a player that's not playing in the FA Cup just in case uh, there's rotation and injury. I thought that was kind of an interesting piece of advice. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's reasonable. I, I would wholeheartedly agree that at least one of your guys shouldn't be for your captain should be almost a guaranteed play. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like kind of looking at maybe Jimenez. Yeah, like for, for me, I might look at Vardy, right? Who Who is going to play as well. I think that makes sense. Um, okay, so two point sex sounds. Do you want to do the O? No, I'm it's good. It's the hundredth episode, so two point. Huh? Is that the noise you make? No, that's the noise that you know the other person usually makes. So <laughs> it's pretty short. <laughs> pretty. Yeah, it's pretty short. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> it's That's like, usually it's why like I hit my head like... after. <laughs> idiot. Idiot, idiot, idiot. <laughs> oh, that might be one of the best pieces of genuine comedy that we've ever had on this show. I'm just imagining, you know, like like you, you're just like, you know, talking to someone and they're like, huh? You know, like that's... That's how it ends for you. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. Okay. Um, two point <laughs> two point sex sounds right in. Uh, who is the single most important player to own uh, in 37 here? Um, that's a, I mean, that's a, always kind of like a tough question, but um, is there somebody that like one player that you really like just money, not an option that you, you kind of lean towards Jake or, or not really? This week's really hard yeah. because I think the best matchups are Man United and Man City against mm-hmm. – well, although West Ham's kind of been on fire, they still tend to give up goals. Mm-hmm. But Man City against Watford and then Man United against West Ham. And you could even make an argument that like maybe Arsenal mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. Villa is the third best matchup. And those those are three of the teams playing in, you know, the, the FA Cup. And so – you know, an interesting one for me is Salah because Chelsea plays this weekend. Are Chelsea going to go for it? If so, they have a short turnaround. So, you know, I like Salah. Otherwise, I mean, I think Jimenez has been very safe. Um, but I don't I don't think you can argue that anyone knows the one player that's going to be crucial. I think that's silly this week. Yeah, if you're going to roll the dice though, like who do you, you know, who do you like the most? The 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 other, I mean the counter argument to what you're saying. I agree, Jake, that the FA Cup makes this really challenging, but the counter argument is that these teams want to win the FA Cup, but they also all of those teams that you just said have to get points in the league for Champions League spots. Does uh, does Man City though? They don't really. Oh, not City, right? They're the only team, right? That they're they're good yeah. to go. But but like Arsenal, United, Chelsea, um, who are all just discussed there, right? All need to get they have to they have to get their points. Um Yeah. And and I'm not saying that it's gonna be easy. I'm just saying like an argument can be made that at this point in the year, there's the FA Cup and and the semis, there's the FA Cup finals, and there's two league matches. And I mean I'm gonna be honest, if I'm a manager in this position, I'm likely gonna roll the dice a bit with my players and just say like we have to play the best lineups you know that we can play i mean that doesn't mean that the performance is going to be good or that the fpl returns necessarily will will match that but uh you have to think that teams are still going to are going to go for it on every level here towards the end of the year i i think i would be more afraid of the city players because of what you said they don't necessarily have to go for it um and so watford on two right saturday fa cup match Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, going against Watford. You know, I, I do have some fears of some of these these guys being rotated once again, just like the last match where we saw KDB not playing, Sterling coming on at halftime, um, Mares coming on for 13 minutes, um, you know, and then the likes of Foden and Silva um, and Silva uh, playing and Rodri, right, playing more of the minutes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would say... You know, like City scares me a little bit right now. If if I was going to go to one player, I mean, I tend to, I know I hate, I hate that I'm saying this right now, but the player that's been producing quite a bit and seems to be getting a lot of goals, like Martial has been really good. I, I will admit that. And I said that in last pod that I've been, I was wrong on that. I, I do, I will stand by saying that I hate watching him play, 
um, just because of kind of the, the individual that he is. But I will say that um, that he's been very good in terms of underlying stats and what he's done for uh, United. He could be an interesting player. Yeah. Honestly, I'm interested in see, seeing if, like, Chris Wood could get a brace against Norwich, too. Yeah. Seems, like, really risky, but, I mean, like, look at how Antonio's been doing. Yeah. Like, good. he's been fantastic, and not an easy matchup to end the year, which is why I stayed away from him, but I was really tempted to bring him in this week against Watford, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you have the guts to do it, like, maybe bring in... uh you know, an Ings against Bournemouth or a Wood against Norwich, and it may it may really make a big difference at the end of this year. So yeah, I would say I think now that you say that Ings might be one of the best picks against Bournemouth, knowing that he's going to play, knowing that they don't have the FA Cup, and do you still have pizza in your mouth? No, I'm eating coffee beans because I got to stay up. So, what? <laughs> I apologize to the pod listeners. What, no, so what would be nice is if... It's been it, a rough couple of days. It'd just be nice if for like, you know, I don't know, like 30 seconds, you could find a gap where you didn't have something in your mouth. No, it just makes me feel safer, you know? Oh, put the dildo collection down for like a second, you know? <laughs> like, there's a reason they're mounted on the wall. They don't need to come off. Man, it's like the pickle episode. It's all coming back to me now. Or olives. Was it olives? It was olives, it was yeah. Olives. <laughs> oh yeah, I <laughs> forgot about the olives episode. That was that was a long running joke for a while. Yeah. It was fun. We've got a lot of long running jokes. We should have done like um like a fun compilation episode, you know? Like mm-hmm. all the funniest moments in dive history. That would have been fun. Yeah. I yeah, we could maybe do that for like our next week episode. I think I have like off before we need to do that. So I'll have like a day off or something. It should be good. Yeah, we can just comb through a hundred hours of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pick all the good all the good parts. Uh, uh what would kind of be fun, uh, I know this is not FPL specific, but what would kind of be fun is if um maybe we could ask maybe we could just ask people to write in their favorite moments. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. Like what what were your yeah, now that we've done 100 episodes, right? Like, what were the funniest things or, like, the most enjoyable moments that you had on the pod uh, in the last whenever, right? Whenever you started listening. Um, that would be kind of fun. Maybe we should do that for next week. Um, yeah, somebody remind me. Somebody that listens to this, remind me that we're doing that next week. Because I forget all the time because then work and I don't think about the pod for, like, four or five days. And then I need to start thinking about it again. Remind me. Let's do that next week. Write-ins for your favorite moment. Okay. Um We've kind of talked about this now already, but um, FPL Geek wrote in, uh, the, uh, can you guys talk about the effect on different rest times for the teams? For example, Liverpool has a long rest compared to Chelsea. Southampton has a short, have a short rest time as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a concern for some of the teams. We kind of just talked about that, right, with the FA Cup. So I, I think, I don't know. Liverpool have not been great at the back, which is another thing I've been very wrong about, and I'll talk about that uh, in a little bit here on the pod, but... Um, you got to think that Chelsea's going to be a bit ragged, right? A bit tired up out from their FA Cup match, and um, and Liverpool with a couple of days off, legs are going to be a lot better. Um, so we can we can kind of pass on that for now. So Garf says uh, one free transfer, unlimited cash in midfield. I'm thinking of getting rid of Sterling is a good move. Uh, who would you bring in for a one week week punt? And I swear, if I've missed the pod recording time again, I'm going to lose my shit. Um, and then Thomas Bracken says, who's who's a good one-week punt for 37 ahead of the free hit in 38? So I think that that's a, um, I think that's a good little point just that Thomas makes. If you're free hitting in 38, your transfer this week can be whatever the hell you want it to be. So assuming you have the money, whatever player you like, you can just go for it because you're not stuck with the player anymore, right? Then you get to go into 38, you free hit, season's over. Um, that's the situation I'm in. And so I'm having a hard time like deciding exactly what I want to do. Do I want to roll the dice on somebody? Do I just want to sure my team up a little bit because I don't have a lot of playing subs right now because of some injuries that have happened. Um, let's start with um, like, I mean, we kind of talked about the most important player to own, but you kind of said, Jake, maybe would for like a punt could be interesting. Anybody else that you want to, you would, you would punt on? Um, Son, maybe. Oh, that's a good if, one. If he... Yeah, I mean, not implicated in the FA Cup, plays Sunday. Leicester haven't been 
bad. They haven't been good. I, I still don't know. I didn't watch the Bournemouth game. Somehow they gave up four goals to Bournemouth. I don't know how that's even feasible. Wow. So some, with the way that he's playing more centrally now, I mm-hmm. like that a lot. You could even consider Kane if you can afford anybody, but so yeah, I tend to I tend to kind of think that's not necessarily bad. I mean, Lester, uh, you're right. Lester have been mediocre. I think is the best way to describe the, describe them. Um, other players, uh, man, one week punt. I mean, if I'm in a one week punt, I think you've already alluded to this. I'm going to stay away from the FA Cup team. So I do like the idea of Wood or Ings. Um, I I would. It's too bad, right? Like, I was almost going to say. Oh no, I'm not going to say that. I, I'll take it back. I take it back before I say it. So I like both those players. Wood, Wood or Ings. I think Wood's a fun one week punt too, just because it's Burnley. And Burnley's fun. Love Sean Dyche and eating worms and glass. Um, uh, two point sex sounds writes in is David Silva essential. El Mago with a great match. Um, David Silva, side note, one of my favorite players in the Prem. And I know like everybody says that right before players leave. Um, but he's always been one of my favorite players to watch. It's been tough this year to not see him out on the pitch. Um, I just have always really liked the way he conducts himself. And of course... Um, kind of his, his vision and the way he plays the game. Um, in the last few games, Jake, he has he has seen the pitch a bit more it, essential. How do we know if he's going to play in the FA Cup? Because if he plays in the FA Cup, he's not going to play on, you know, whatever day, Tuesday. Right. So that's my thought as well. I think that he, I think he has played. I think I was reading he started in every single FA Cup match. Uh, and then I would guess he'd be off in 37, and then in 38, I would guess he would start and play. If I was just going to guess, I don't know for sure, but I would guess he'd start and play in the match, and, and they'd get him out there um, you know, to kind of see him off properly. Although, a new report just came out that um, if he wants to stay next year, that he can have a one-year contract extension, um, which makes me wonder, you know, like, and, and I know he hasn't played as many minutes this year, but it makes me wonder if... Um, if maybe it's not it's not so long for David, um, which which maybe makes me think then I don't know is he is he still on the table? I would guess he'd wait till the season ends to make that decision anyway. So um, yeah, I would guess he plays in the thirty eight. But I would say if he plays in the FA Cup on on uh, this weekend, then then maybe not the next match against Watford. So I'm gonna say no, no for essential. Um, Alcifer writes in Abba or Jesus for the last two game weeks. That's a good question. Should we kind of compare those two players, Jake? Yeah, let's compare them a little bit because I like that. It's yeah. a little unique of a question. Yeah, it's a good question because they're, you know, they're they're semi close in price. I mean, Abba's at ten point nine, Jesus is at uh, nine point eight. Um, without looking at stats and stuff, Jake, like just what is your initial feeling on the two players? Um, I th- I think Jesus personally, the way he's been playing. The way Man City has been playing, so. Okay, I yeah. I don't know if I would necessarily agree. Um, let's pull up some stats for him. Um, let's see, I'm gonna pull him up right now. Aubameyang, and let's look at what the last maybe handful of game weeks here. Yeah, three okay. three to five maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, so it looks like. I mean, when we're lo- using the comparison tool, it looks like Jesus is uh, has significantly more touches in dangerous areas. I mean, uh, you've watched some of the Arsenal games. Aubameyang generally out wide, isn't he? Yeah, he he generally creates by like cutting in from the left, kind of like a Rashford. But Arsenal, I feel like, aren't as good, so yeah. less chances, farther shots away from the box. Like he tends to get like one really good chance a game. I feel like. And he's a decent finisher, but it's like, I'd just rather have uh, Jesus. And it's like, again, Arsenal, yeah, they're probably fighting for Europa too. So they probably more care about the league, but they're also, I think, two positions back of even being in the play-in for Europa. Uh, They need Sheffield and Spurs to slip up. And so that's kind of a tough situation. I don't know if they're just, like, if Arteta is just going to throw this season away and just be like, we need to win the cup. I don't know. Yeah. Well, but I mean, Aubameyang was at least rested this past game week. So. Aubameyang has Aston Villa and Watford and Jesus has uh, Watford and Norwich going into the end of the year. Um, looking at the comparison though, it's actually not even close. 
Um, Jesus hasn't expected goals over the last four game weeks of uh, 3.6, while Aubameyang hasn't expected goals of 0.81. And if you go, if you dig into that a little bit, um, Jesus has far more shots, far more touches in the box, um, especially right in front of the goal, which is the danger area, right? Kind of between the penalty marker and the top of the 18 centrally. Um, And so, yeah, I'm going to go with... um, uh, he has 18, Jesus, 18 goal attempts to Aubameyang six. Um, he gets an attempt every 16 minutes uh, over the last four game weeks. Now, I know that Jesus has, has been rotated a little bit. And so his his per minute and per 90s numbers, Jesus, is always higher than everybody's. Um, because, like, if you look at his minutes, you know, over the last four game weeks, he played 90, 60, 63, 76. So... He's mostly always playing with fresh legs and with other players that have fresh legs as well because of Pep's rotation. So it looks like he's probably going to play out the rest of the year. I'm going to go with Jesus as well. I think you're right, Jake. It's a good call. Um, Kendo writes in, roll a transfer in 37 to have two in 38. Yes. Don't you think? Mm, I'm probably not going to do it. I I don't know. I think it's a great idea if you don't have a free hit. And you need to, and and if your team is mostly set, like if you feel mostly good about it, I think rolling so that you can do kind of an aggressive move to to end the year, especially if you have someone in your targets. Like I really like that guy against that team. I'm going, I'm going to roll it. Um, you don't yeah, have any, you I don't have anybody like because, that. No, I do. It's just hard to predict. It's hard to predict this week, right? I don't know. I don't know what to do with my Man City team. But is I that, just don't know what to do. But hold up, hold up. Is that all the more reason to hold? Yeah, I mean, maybe it is. It's just been like, I feel like that's what's killing me every week is that Foden and KDB have gotten me literally no points and teams are just getting oodles, literally oodles of points from like Jesus and from Sterling and from Mares and from Silva. And it's like, man, do I get those guys into my team like sooner rather than later? I don't know. How many, what would you say is an oodle worth of points? A lot, a lot, like 12 to 22. Wow. That's pretty, that's a pretty good amount of, of points. Oodles worth. Yeah. Yeah. Oodles. Okay. Um, people don't, when, when, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wilson, <laughs> Wilson had said second this question. So we covered it. Great. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, okay, moving forward, Patty, are Liverpool assets less important now? Any players uh, in a relegation fight uh, worth having? Um, here's where I need to apologize to everyone for. I, I um, I think a lot of the times I'm my advice is decent on the podcast, but uh, my Liverpool advice post restart um, was completely wrong. So I made a number of pretty strong statements, which is unlike me. Normally, I'm just like, yeah, like I think that's probably how it's going to work out. But I made a number of strong statements about how Liverpool, um, um, like they're the best team. It doesn't matter if they wrap it up. Like they're not going to just suddenly be bad. Uh, You know, like they're the best defensive team as well in terms of chances conceded and expected goals and thing against and things like that. And I was like, they're not just going to shut it down. Like that doesn't make sense. They've been fucking terrible. And, uh, and this, and I'm embarrassed, like offensively, they've actually been pretty good still in terms of, again, chances created and expected goals. Um, they've been a bit unlucky to, uh, to not convert some of those goals. Like I was talking earlier in the pod about Sala, but I had, uh, I, I, I purchased two Liverpool defenders post restart and, um, let's take a quick look at their returns. Let's see here. Okay. So 31 plus to now. Uh, Virgil has scored. Uh, he had a good uh, clean sheet in 30 and 31. Uh, a zero points against Man City. Um, he did actually have a clean against Aston Villa too. And then zero, zero, zero. So not great against bad against bad teams. And then Virgil wasn't necessarily the mistake. It was actually Trent. Um, that was a huge problem for me. Um, because he, um, although he did have a goal uh, in 31, he then recorded scores of 06210. So it's just the amount of money that I, I stuck into those players and the lack of returns thereafter really, really hurt me. Um, interestingly, Robertson having a pretty good 
return with a, a couple assists in that time as well. But um, I'm a little frustrated about it. And the cost of them didn't allow me get, to get in on a lot of the really good midfield players like the Martials and Pulisic and thing, things like that. So uh, frustrating performance on my end. That is the end of my rant. Yeah, it's a fair rant. You're a fair idiot. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Good. Good. Uh, Robert Hunt writes in, My free transfer for next week is Pulisic to Martial, who I intend to captain at home against West Ham. I'm playing my bench boost, but but Charlie Taylor is a doubt. So if he is unlikely to play, would you take a minus four? And if so, for whom? So it sounds like, my understanding is they just said Taylor's out, right? Did you hear anything about that? I, I didn't know that he was out-out, but I knew he was injured. Uh, let me do a, just a quick check. I, I was pretty sure that I read a tweet today that said he is out-out. Where's Burnley? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like his potential return is not until next week. Um, yeah, it looks like he's for sure out. So the question becomes then, it's a kind of an interesting question. You're, you're going to bench boost. Uh, you obviously want a full playing team if possible. Well, my response to that then would be like, why are you spending the transfer on Pulisic to Martial? Is that he just must like Martial as the captain choice? I guess. Yeah, that seems a little bit risky to me. Because like, does Martial even play? I mean, yeah, probably. Uh, I, I don't like a minus four for a defender because a defender no. could get you two, zero points. Right. And and you're I'm assuming you're going to have to have a low cost defender because Charlie's or T- Taylor's 4.4. Yeah. So, I mean, are you able to even move up much? Yeah, I guess if you had a maybe, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say no. I don't think it sounds like a good idea. I think instead you may consider instead of moving Pulisic to Martial, you may consider um, just just using your transfer on Charlie Taylor and not taking a minus four. Um, but I guess if you really want Martial yeah. in, I, I, I get that right. If you have a good gut feeling, but, um, and I, I like I said, he's been good. Um, despite what I've said about him, I've gotten a lot of things wrong post restart. Actually, I've gotten a lot of things wrong most of the year. So maybe you shouldn't listen to me is what I'm saying. Maybe, well, and if maybe you really you shouldn't want ask Martial, for advice. Go for him, but don't, I don't like who, who are you going to bring in at 4.4 that's going to get a clean sheet like Brighton against Newcastle at home like a Brighton defender maybe yeah. you know at a actually Mar- like Martial's really Martial's expected goals per 90 and expected assists per 90 over the last 3 matches is relatively low um I mean not low but low for his stand like for the standards of like a high scoring player so you know we normally say like an expected goals per 90 of around 0.4 is pretty good and that's that's where he is right but like if you compare him to Rashford or Bruno Fernandez Rashford at 0.75 Bruno Fernandez at 0.54 so much higher from those other two um assets so um his expected assist per 90 is pretty good at 0.46 it's quite it's actually higher than Bruno's um so Anyways, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, you know, he's a good pick. He's not a bad pick. I'm just, I think what you said too, Jake, there's that concern of FA Cup performance. And then how does that affect him in the next match? And then you're also taking a minus four. So, um, but hey, it's the end of the year. Zero fucks given. Maybe you should just go for it, right? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, Scott Nelson, best forwards and midfielders under 6.5 for game week 37. Interesting question. Um, forwards and midfielders under 6.5. I guess for forwards, uh, da, 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 da. Wood. yeah, Wood has to be on that list. Um, do you want to make a Wood? Pay, I would say if he plays maybe. Oh right. yeah, he could be he could be not a bad pick against Newcastle. Um, didn't he have a goal this last week? Yep. And he's actually yeah. he's been an interesting player at five point seven right now. He, he's finished. He's got ten goals and two assists on the year. He would have been a great just like third forward to have all year. He's on one hundred and twenty four points. He's had a pretty good little season. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe even consider Greenwood too, right? Like if he doesn't yep. play in the cup, I don't know. No, he'll, get, he'll play. He'll probably play in the cup. I mean, he, but he only played sixty minutes in game week thirty six. Um, there was some concern about his ankle, but I think that he's a a, a solid pick still. Okay. Um, yeah. 
You know, I think uh, Jota seems to be kind of close to back in. It's just so hard with that Wolves lineup. They're, they don't have hardly any flexibility. It's basically like it's Jota or, or Adama, Adame, Adama, Triore um, in. Um, and so th- they just don't have much flexibility to that lineup, or at least they pretend like they don't. Nuno, Nuno doesn't seem to want to rotate anyone in that team so uh wolves with one of the highest clean uh clean sheet percentages this week potentials interestingly enough um you planning on playing double i think i am i will be yeah yeah that's about the only thing i'm sure of yeah. so and keeping jimenez and probably captaining him yeah. um in the midfield i like uh trossard uh sticking with the brighton theme and then i think like southampton has some pretty good low-cost midfielders um redmond 6.2 but i think stewart at 5.2 is also a little bit of a shout so this would be the three guys i would look at okay okay all right all right all right um all right well um that's like all of our that's all of our questions for 37 plus it's it's pretty insane that it's it's this game week and then we have next game week and then we'll do the end of the season podcast and that's that's gonna be it yeah yeah it with the extension of the year like with the break this season seems so fucking long doesn't it yeah i just am like i feel like we're just gonna have like a week off and then we're gonna be starting you know 2021 season i I don't even know what the plan is well for podcasting it will be yeah we'll have probably one or two weeks yeah we'll have one or two weeks and then we'll start prepping for the next season we'll start with podcasts right away i would guess we'll take two weeks off um, and then we'll roll it back into it, but whatever. Anyways, um, a couple of random questions to end the podcast. Um, so, uh, Jake, it's two point sex sounds. Can, so can you make the O for us again? Huh? <laughs> it's a good finishing yeah, sound there. It's good. 2.0 yeah. says, again, a question I heard on the guardian football pod, uh, which I thought I would ask you and Jake because our pod is better. Interesting. If you could take your favorite dessert or if you could bake, excuse me, if you could bake your favorite dessert perfectly every time or swim to an Olympic standard, uh, which would you choose? What do you think, Jake? Uh, oof. It's a very separate things. I guess I think I would be in the baking category yeah you, i just don't you know would. if i i need to swim that much what's the point can you imagine how elite of an athlete you must be if you can swim at an olympic standard yeah i get. i mean if you're just saying that i'm a good athlete sure i guess i'll take that. no that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying you must be due to the olympic standard the, yeah, well, does my do I have abs? Does that mean I, <laughs> I have eight pack abs? Like, yeah, sure. That am I, I I'll ripped? Take that, but am I, I fucking have... ripped? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the downer is like you have to have a freak body, right? You have to have like a super long torso, probably, and super short legs, and like really long mm-hmm. arms, right? Have you ever seen Michael Phelps? It's disgusting. Yeah, genetic freak. Yeah. It's so gross. Um. So, what is your favorite dessert? That like a baked favorite dessert for you? Uh, I would say cherry pie. Ah, uh, yeah. Your mom does make arguably the best cherry pie I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Side side note: Jake's mother used to make uh, what she'd bring cherry pie to the college dorms when we lived together, and uh, I was so obsessed with it that I'd eat almost all of it, and Jake would get upset. So his mom started baking two pies and she put a sticky note with my name and Jake's na- name on it so that Jake still got enough of his pie. <laughs> there you go. Oh, your mother's a wonderful woman. Um, I-, I think my favorite dessert is-, is chocolate chip cookies and I make a really good chocolate chip cookie and if I could nail that every time, which I do, uh, oh, I guess I should be an Olympic swimmer then. Um, next question. Liam writes in, can Jake please prepare a joke for this, the pod? I am still hurting from the, the game weekend. Facts won't cut it. Um, do you have a joke, Jacob? Uh, yes. What do you call a pig that knows karate? Uh, I don't know. What? Uh, pork chop. And there you go. There you go. Good joke. No, not good enough. 
the you know a joke was shit when a person finishes it and then the the delivery is such that the person finishes it and then they say and, and there you go <laughs> yeah jokes aren't really my thing so can sorry you, can you imagine jerry seinfeld right up on on stage and he's like ovaltine and there you go <laughs> <laughs> the older listeners will will get that joke uh, that that listeners that watch Seinfeld. Um, Bobby Love writes in. Uh, would you consider a Jaffa? He said. Actually, he wrote him. What you consider a Jaffa cake or a biscuit? What an idiot! Learn to type. Obviously, he meant. Would you consider a Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? I'm looking up what a Jaffa cake is. It must be an English thing, right? Yeah. Huh. Weird. British Jaffa. It literally says biscuit-sized cakes. That's so confusing. Well, I think that's probably the the point, right? Uh, yeah. So is it a is it a what is he asking? Is it a that's a bis that's a biscuit to me or a cookie? I would just call it a cookie. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like a cookie. USA. Get a life, Bobby Love. Yeah. Right. Somewhere yeah. in between. There's yeah. on Google. It says people ask, "Can you get Jaffa cakes in America?" They're <laughs> called Prims, and they're widely available. Apparently. All right, good to know. Are they? It says company that made the Polish version of the Jaffa cake. Interesting. Uh, you know, the more you know, right, Jake? Yeah, the more you know. Yeah. All right. Thanks for everybody that wrote in this week. Um, thanks for all. You know, I'll just say, like, on the note of the hundred episodes. Um, you know, obviously, thanks to all the patrons. We thanked them all last week, but thank you guys uh, very much that support the podcast, um, new and old. Thanks to all the people, even if you're not a Patreon, that, you know, like, retweet the podcast, share it with your friends, write in questions, talk shit with us on Twitter, try to hurt my feelings, make me cry, make me sit in my bed at night with the covers really tight over my chest crying. Um, anyways, thanks to all of those people um, that, that do help out. It is, um, it is pretty fun, the podcast, most of the time. Sometimes it's a little stressful getting everything done and, and getting it out on time and, um, you know carrying the entire team on my back because jake doesn't do anything but um it is it is a lot of fun and and thanks to everyone and jake good job buddy 100 episodes yeah nice hey did we talk about the (laughs) yeah um, nice next thing (laughs) did we talk about the little uh what poll that we had this past week did we talk about the winner of that poll the team marco or team jake poll yeah is that what you wanted to talk about that as a question no, I just I didn't see that as a question. I just wasn't sure who ended up winning. The one that people ironically voted Team Jake. Well, just saying, ironic win is still a win. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I am not happy that it was ironic either. Um, but hey, you know, if I have to be the villain in this podcast, I'll be the villain. You know, like somebody has to do it. Yeah. And you're the you, villain that this podcast needs. And you're the bumbling idiot that everyone likes because they feel bad for you. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. So, uh, if everyone can please support us online, retweet and like us, um, send it to your friends, give it to your mom, uh, share it with your mates, as they say. We really appreciate that. We're trying to continue to build the podcast uh, going into the end of the season. Patreons, uh, thank you for supporting anybody else that would like to join uh, let us know we'd love to have you on board. Uh, let's get out of here, Jake. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die. <laughs> <laughs>